0: Hey, my name is Adeline Warren, and you're listening to Girl Talk. I like to say that I'm the big sister of the internet. You can watch me fuck up all you want, but hey, maybe we can learn something from it. I hope you enjoy. Today, I really wanted to talk about something that I feel like I've just been avoiding for years, and it's also something that... I it took me many years to learn and that is being private but not a secret (laughs) and you're gonna be like Adon, you're so dramatic you're doing a whole episode on being private but not a secret but it's so true and like the things that I was thinking about talking about on this podcast um today it doesn't just have to be with you know whether you're an influencer or not it could also just be with in real life and like there's you know maybe it's like you're in real life like fucking haters like before i even did social media i had people that didn't like me i had people that had ill intentions toward me that that wished bad things upon me um and i feel like private but not a secret could Honestly, I mean, not every relationship is the same and I'm not going to be like, oh, like every relationship needs to be private, but not a secret. Like for some people, it really does work to have like a private or public relationship or super private relationship. But for me, I found that the sweet spot is private, but not a secret. And like, who knows, maybe in a year or two years or five years, I have a full blown online relationship and like everybody knows and it's all public or maybe it's all private. I don't know. I don't know. Like it's anything could happen. <laughs> um, but I'm just thinking about now and the things that I found just like work with me and my mental health and ways that I set boundaries with not only just the people that watch my content, but also my friends and like my family members and also even my partner. Because You know, people, I feel like a lot of people, they don't care about like posting on social media. Some people, they, I've come across so many types of people in my life where they're like, oh, I've been dating my boyfriend for over five years and we've never posted each other. Like, we're super happy. Like, only my close, close friends know that we're dating. And that's the way that I like it because I really do believe that people can wish bad luck upon you and your partner and your relationships. And, I know you're going to think that I sound crazy, but i it's totally a thing, at least from my experience. And it I don't know what you believe in, but it could be like the evil eye or it could be just like negativity and ill intentions and people, you know, talking shit. And, you know, maybe your partner went to the bar and they spoke to Sarah for one second and then Jessica told you that he he was flirting with Sarah and because she was jealous or just didn't want good things for you. I don't know. I think that being in a relationship is so tricky in 2023 because when you're 20 years old, social media, I feel like for the most part, is just a part of your life and like everybody has social media like whether you want it or you don't want it because that's the way that you make friends and when I would go to school that's how you stay in contact with other people and ask like hey did you do the math question or um even if you join a club like a Pilates class like making friends you just connect through social media sometimes I'll give people my number but I think for the most part People are always like, oh, do you have an Instagram? Oh, do you have a Snapchat? Oh, do you have, um, I don't know. But I feel like for the most part, it's Instagram. Um, and then when people go on your Instagram, it's like they, they really get to see a overall glimpse of you. And I've learned, especially recently, that social media can be a double-edged sword because you maybe can attract people that like your lifestyle maybe you post a lot of um like luxury content and you're going on private jets and you're going on a a nice car and everyone wants to be your friend because they want to live that lavish lifestyle like you and that's how you make all of your friends but i also feel like posting that kind of content can attract the wrong type of people and it's not people that like you for you it's people who want to be you and that's almost worse eh? I've found that being friends with people that want to be you and you don't have to be a narcissist to like, I don't know, figure this shit out. Like, this happens, I feel like, with influencers and it happens with celebrities and it also happens to your everyday gal where someone doesn't have the best intentions for you. They don't want to be your friend. They want to be you. And there's a huge difference between having good intentions for someone and like genuinely wanting to be your friend and feeling like you guys compliment each other and you guys benefit each other in both of your lives versus someone that is obsessed with you and someone that wants to be you and someone that doesn't have your level of whatever it is yet, whether that's your relationship, whether it's your, you know, hairstyles or your outfits or your um, lifestyle or this or that or whatever. That's why I've noticed people a lot on TikTok. They're always like, she was never your friend. She was always a fan. And I'm, oh, I, I never want to bring other people down, but it's just like, that's just the way that I've just noticed things Things just go. So I don't know. I feel like social media is really good and it's really bad for social settings like that because you obviously, nobody wants to attract negative people into their life and nobody wants to attract, um, you know, people that they're gonna eventually not be friends with. Like, I feel like everybody wants to be genuine friends with other people. Um, But I feel like sometimes social media doesn't allow you to attract the right kinds. Now for actual relationships I was actually talking about this with my one friend I'm not going to say her name because I'm going to expose her (laughs) because she's also private but not a secret but she basically you know we were talking and she was like yeah me and my boyfriend like we're actually private but not a secret And we've been dating for x amount of time and I really like it and we were just basically saying like she agrees with me she believes in the evil eye and she believes in people wishing bad upon you and people just like knowing your business and knowing your personal life i think letting people know a little bit too much about you and this could go if you're an influencer and it also go for if you're just like you know sally going to school like i feel like if people know too much about you they almost put an evil eye or they put a evil energy out towards you and they can talk shit about you and they can say, oh, your boyfriend is so ugly or, oh, you and your family are so weird or blah, 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 blah. I almost feel like the less that you give people about your personal life, the less that they can work with. And I it's so sad i feel like it's so sad that i'm saying this because you never want to think of social media like that. You never want to think of social media as like, you know, people wishing bad on you and whatever. But that's just the way that it is. Like there's creeps out there and there's weirdos out there and there's real haters out there. And, and I remember I wish that I could have listened to this podcast when I was like 13 years old. But you guys know me. I grew up on social media when I was 13 years old. I showed my family. I showed my grandparents. I showed my boyfriend at the time. I showed my dog. I showed my my new dog, I showed my, I'm pretty sure I showed my high school boyfriend's family. Like I showed everything. And I was so I I was so vulnerable and I let people in on my life. And it's what I wanted to do. I really genuinely wanted to do it. I wanted people to be able to relate to me. And I wanted people to be able to see my life because I was just like a regular girl from Canada. And I just had no friends. That's why I started YouTube is because I had no friends. And I would eat my lunch in the bathroom sometimes because I was embarrassed to eat lunch lunch alone because I I maybe I think I had three friends in high school and then when they left I had two friends (laughs) and it's a lot for me it was a lot for me to make friends back then um but I would show them and I I with all my extra time I would do YouTube videos and I really genuinely was so obsessed with YouTube and I think it was such like wholesome times back then I think back then you know what? I take that back. When I was 13, I, I honestly have no regrets, but I think back then it was just a different time on social media. If I n- never did social media and to start all over again, I don't think I would be as intimate as I was back then and really let people in on my life and the things that I really care about. Because again, there's fucking weirdos out there. I've never said this online before, but I've had people show up to my house. I've had weird people show up to my house being like if you don't come out right now like you hate your fans um i can't believe that you would you wouldn't want to just like take a picture with a fan like you hate your fans if you don't come out and take a picture right now and i'm like you're at my house that's so weird that's weird showing up to imagine this person isn't even a celebrity or isn't even an influencer imagine showing up to Jonathan's house banging on his door saying, answer me right now or you hate me. That's fucking weird. Like take influencer and celebrity out of the equation. That's fucking weird to show up to someone's house unannounced and demand something of them. Also, the fact that, you know, people post YouTube videos, it doesn't mean that they owe anything to you. You know, I feel like when all of that was happening and there was like, I feel like back in the day, like when team 10 was a thing and people would just show up at YouTubers house, it was, it was just like a normal thing. But shit was like fucking weird. And YouTubers or celebrities or whatever, they don't owe you anything. Like, of course, you, if you look up to someone, you want to take a photo. Like if I went up to Rihanna and I asked for a photo, she said no, I would hate myself a lot. <laughs> but like I respect it because I know that she's like a celebrity and like she is a lot of things and like maybe she doesn't want to take a picture or if she doesn't look good, like she doesn't want to take a picture. I respect it, but I don't know. I feel like for a lot of people, they just wouldn't understand. And on top of taking pictures, I think the same thing has to do with who you're dating. I feel like showing your loved ones on the internet is a very intimate thing. And maybe some people deserve it. I think maybe like your close friends deserve it. And maybe your close subscribers deserve it. But I don't think the whole world deserves it. And I don't think the whole world deserves to know who you love. And your mom and your dad and your grandma and your grandpa and your brother and your sister and your significant other and you know even if it's not your significant other even if it's just someone that you're having a fling with and you're going you're going over every night at 11 p.m once in a while like I don't think people need to know I saw this JC Marie um I hope I'm saying her name right I saw this JC Marie TikTok where she was basically explaining why she thinks your favorite influencers have quote unquote changed. Like your favorite influencers, how they changed, or your favorite celebrities, how they changed, or even your friends and how they've changed. I mean, to a lesser extent, but she basically goes into it being like, basically, when you start social media, and anybody could do this, anybody could start social media and maybe you blow up for you know your friends, like how Alex Earl like blew up with like her friends and like how she's like in a sorority and whatever, or maybe you blew up. Because you were in high school and you were so relatable, and like you showed your high school boyfriend, or maybe you blew up because you do videos with your sister, or maybe you do um, videos with your family, and like these intimate personal aspects about yourself are just things that people start to fall in love with you with. Because I feel like the people that I connect to with the most on social media are people that are just open and they just show their lives and they're just vulnerable and they. Are just unfiltered. And it's so fun in the beginning. And I almost feel like the sweet spot is being a micro influencer because you have all of the perks of being an influencer without all of these eyeballs on you and, you know, cancel culture and whatever, and and all these haters that are watching you and whatever. And once you hit a certain point where, you know, maybe you're a bigger influencer and you have a bigger following, then suddenly, all of these personal things that you would show on your day to day content, people would start saying things like, "Oh, your mom is ugly, oh, your dad is weird, oh, your brother's you know whatever like what the fuck people say with the most uncalled for shit that you could like you couldn't even i honestly can't even like I'm baffled when I read it. I'm like, how could you call?" a mother a grandmother just like have like this crazy entitlement and bring so much negativity in the comments and it's like you know you always say oh the comments don't affect me oh the comments don't affect me but your family reads the comments and your partner leaves reads the comments and The comments are public for everyone to see and, like, maybe people will like the comment and, like, people are fucking savage, especially on TikTok. People are so fucking mean on TikTok. They will blatantly call you ugly on TikTok. It's crazy. I don't... I. It's like the ganging up effect. It's like if one person says it, then they're just going to like the comment. And then suddenly there's like a thousand like comments basically saying that you're ugly or this person is ugly or this person is ugly or someone that you love is weird or someone that you love is this or that. Like imagine someone said that to you in real life. If someone called my mom a weird name in real life, like what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know. I don't even know what I would do. I mean, I'm not a fighter. I'm not going to fight someone, but like, I don't even know what I would do. I would just, my jaw would just drop to the floor. Like, how rude are you? Like, that is just so, I don't know. I, but it's a thing. I've I've seen it. And like, this is like part of my experience. And the reason why I'm telling you all of this is because, you know, you see all of these comments and then your family sees the comments and then your family doesn't want to be on social media anymore because they see the hate comments. And then, your partner sees the hate comments and your partner doesn't want to be on social media anymore. And then you almost like you start to believe it. The more that you see a comment or the more that you see something, you start to believe it. That's why I always say, if you look at yourself in the mirror, make sure to tell yourself you're beautiful because the more that you say something, you start to believe it. It's the same thing on the comments. The more that you see comments that are like, are you and this person still together? I never really liked him anyways. I never really liked her anyways. Um, that person was kind of annoying. Actually, at 0.257 seconds, the way that they looked at you, their body language was a bit off to me. Like, I feel like they're giving user energy. Like, I don't know. Or I feel like they were giving pick me energy. Like, blah, 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 blah. The more that you see the comments, like, the more that you start to believe it. And I feel like for me, I have really tough skin and I have really thick skin and a lot of comments don't get to me. But hell, if you comment about, one of my loved ones, like I can't protect that person, and I can't tell them, "Oh, it's gonna be okay," because you know you see ninety nine good comments and then you see one bad one, and the bad one is stuck to you. It's it's a survival mechanism. It's literally survival mode. I read it in a book one time, and it was like it's so crazy how you can read a hundred good comments about yourself and then the one bad comment you see about yourself is the one that you remember. But it is, it's a survival thing because, you know, in the wild, you could be seeing all these beautiful flowers and you could be seeing all these this beautiful greenery and the scenery and the beautiful lake and the beautiful water. But then you see a lion. Of course you're gonna hyperfixate on the lion. Of course you're gonna hyperfocus on the lion because it's your survival instincts and you don't want to get eaten alive by the lion. So of course when you see the one bad comment, you hyperfixate on it because it's just your survival instincts. And it's normal and it's human and no matter how many good comments you're going to get, you're never going to get 100% good comments and I saw this one quote and it basically said, if you have no haters and nobody is disagreeing with your opinion, then you're doing something wrong. Because with everything that you do, there should be at least one person disagreeing with with you and something that you're saying or else you're not doing anything impactful. I'm punch, hey. Say my name when you go in it. But Sometimes I've, de- I've like seen it positions. happen, and I've seen people comment about my relationships, and then I've also seen people comment about other YouTubers' relationships, and I'm like, that's so fucked up. There's my one friend that I have, and she will post her partner once in a while, and people will be like, oh, you know, this person is giving me user energy. This person is giving me negative energy. I don't know why I just don't really like this person. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. Like, I just, I just feel like if you wouldn't say something to someone, first of all, someone that, hi, someone that you don't know, why would you comment on their personal life? I feel like uh, nowadays on social media, we feel so entitled to comment on people's personal lives but it's really fucked up if you think about it imagine saying that in real life that person's kind of giving me user energy that person isn't giving me the best vibes I don't know i don't really like that person but i saw the comments on one video and i was like this is so fucked up because not only do i know what it feels like like i can't i wouldn't wish that upon anyone i wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy just people feeling so entitled to talk about your personal life and people um saying how they don't like this person or this person like i just feel like if if you really support someone that you just trust that they're on their own journey and they're going to figure it out themselves. If you don't think that this person is the best for them or you think this person is, you know, weird or manipulating or ugly or whatever, just trust that's just the life journey that they're on. I don't know. I just I I don't think that it's cool to comment about other people's relationships and other people's um people that they surround themselves with because it affects everyone. It affects the person, it affects the person that you're talking about, effect- affects the relationship, like, it's really fucked up. Piggybacking on to what I was talking about with the J.C. Marie TikTok, she basically was saying that, you know, you start with all these personal things about yourself, and then, you know, you see these bad comments, like, people will say weird things about the people that you love, like, whether it's your grandma, your mom, or your, your significant other, and you're like, damn, like, People are really fucking rude. And then, you know, your mom doesn't want to be in your videos. Your significant other doesn't want to be in your videos. Your grandma doesn't want to be in your videos. And then you're like, fuck, like, what do I film? I guess I'll just film like my hauls and I guess I'll just film my lipsticks and my makeup routine and this and this and this. Because at least if I post these materialistic things, at least if I post my hauls, at least if I post my makeup tutorials, if people don't like my makeup, um it's not going to affect anyone at the end of the day. I have thick skin and I'm good. If people don't like my hauls, it's not going to affect anyone at the end of the day. I have thick skin. I'm going to be good. And if I, if no one likes my travel videos, then I guess it's not going to affect anyone because I have thick skin and I'm good. But then you start posting those more, I guess, personal or less personal or materialistic videos and people are like, I miss the old you. I miss when you were so vulnerable and I wish I I miss when you were with your ex and I, I miss when you were would show your family all the time and I wish I miss when you were like this like I miss the old you I don't like this new you anymore but it's those very people commenting I miss the old you that made this safe space whether it's YouTube or whether it's Instagram or whether it's TikTok or whatever social media platform that was your safe space, not a safe space. It's the the hate comments that were pointed towards not only you, but your personal life and your loved ones that made social media not a safe space. And it fucking sucks. Like I remember back in the day, I would always, I would read all of my comments. I would read them all. Because I I would post my personal life all the time and I was scared that there would be a mean comment about one of my loved ones or my significant other or whatever. Because whenever my significant other or one of my loved ones saw a mean hate comment, they didn't want to be in the video anymore. Even though there was a million good comments saying how beautiful they were and how amazing they are and like how great of a person they must be, they see that one hate comment they don't want to be in the video anymore. And I mean, I feel like this is on kind of like an influencer scale, but I even think on just a day-to-day Instagram user, I think I would just want to be private but not a secret because I see my friends that I went to high school with and I see my friends that don't do social media for a living. And a lot of them, I talk to them about this and they agree with me. They're like... You know, I obviously follow people that I love and like I have my close friends and everything, but I also have, you know, people from high school, people from college, people from whatever. And I truly believe that people can wish bad intentions or bad things upon you and your relationship and it doesn't even have to be comments it could be like you know rumors or it could be um like dm slides or whatever it is or i don't know i just i feel like there's just jealous people on the internet and all it takes is one person to exaggerate a story being like hey girl hey girly From woman to woman, I needed to DM this to you. (laughs) Like, bitch. (laughs) It also doesn't have to be so crazy. I feel like for me, I'm very pro private but not a secret. But I feel like for a lot of other people, it just works for them. And posting just works for them. But I also feel like it is a double-edged sword in the way that I feel like people who only post their significant other and people who overly post their significant other are overcompensating and what i mean by that is i feel like it's almost like you know when kylie gets all those crazy like roses for valentine's day or all of those crazy like flowers for her birthday or mother's day or whatever and you're like i swear like (laughs) Is this overcompensating? Because obviously I'm a girl and I love flowers and I love being romantic and whatever. But I feel like these overly dramatic and huge gestures, at least for me, come off as I'm sorry I messed up. Can you please forgive me? Or I'm sorry that this happened. Can you please forgive me? I don't know. It just it doesn't seem very genuine to me. Even when couples post a lot. But look, th- th- this is even me. Even I'm judging couples right now. And this whole podcast is about how I hate people judging couples. Like I even catch myself doing it right now. I'm literally doing it right now. I think I've just come to a point in my life where I have. Okay, I think I have like 10 good friends. Maybe maybe 10 good friends that I trust, that I love, that I can tell good, exciting news to because I want to know this. How many times have you went up to someone and you're like, "Oh my god, I'm so happy. I just got into the school of my dreams or I just accomplished this huge major accomplishment or I just did this or I just bought the Chanel bag or I just did whatever huge accomplishment you've been looking forward to for a really long time and you just felt like the person was not proud of you or they weren't happy for you and if anything they were a little bit jealous of you or they were a little bit weird or they were just they kind of brushed it off like oh like that's cool but you know you're gonna have to work really hard when you get into that school or oh that's a cool chanel bag but uh i don't really know i don't that's that color is not really my favorite or oh you know that's really cool that you got that award but where are you even gonna put it like i guess you could put it in your basement like you know weird comments like that like i feel like that's happened to everyone where you tell your quote-unquote friend something that you're really excited to tell them about a huge accomplishment that you've really been looking forward to or even just the fact that you got three dates with this person and maybe like you're like oh my god i think that that they might ask me to be my I could be their girlfriend or like this person might be my boyfriend this person might be my girlfriend like i'm really excited and you just felt like they could not care less i know that you have people like that in your life because i find myself having people like that in my life all the time and i i never realized and i'm like damn like i don't think that this person ever really had good intentions for me i don't think this person really wanted the best for me i think that this person I don't even know like they just they they don't even want to see me succeed it's so weird or they're almost jealous and like don't get me wrong like I I've been jealous too like I've been jealous of people and I'm like damn like I'm so jealous that they have that accomplishment or I'm so jealous that they seem like they have the perfect life or I'm so jealous like you know I feel like jealousy is a very normal human reaction to have but I think to an extent because I wouldn't ever wish a friend something bad or I wouldn't ever wish a friend, you know, to break up with someone or I wouldn't ever wish, you know, a friend to do X, Y, Z or anything negative, I don't think. But the facts of the matter is, is that some people do. And some people don't want good things to happen to you. And a lot of the times we can outgrow people and it's really sad because no one wants to have a friend break up and no one wants to stop being friends with someone. But, you know, shit just happens. Everybody has new friends. Everybody drifts apart. Everybody, you know, it's just a a, a normal life thing <laughs> that people go through. And I have my ride or dies that I've had since literally high school. And I've had my ride or dies um that I've had since like middle school and like you know we talk here and there but there's been a lot of people in my life that have just come and gone and it makes me really sad but it's just life and I've talked about it with my life coach and it makes me really sad and we've set- we spent lots of sessions of me just like grieving because losing friends is really hard but I think realizing the friends that don't want to see you succeed and Distancing yourself from them is the best. Because I think a lot of the times we become friends with people because we have a similar interest or we have something in common. And sometimes that could be, oh, we went to high school together. Or maybe we went to a Pilates class together, or maybe we were in whatever, something, some sort of thing together. And that's the thing that bonded us together. And I think it's really hard to be happy for someone that is so like in their bag, like being successful, really grinding, achieving all of their goals, and then feeling like you're really stagnant and you're not doing anything. But your success and wanting someone to be as successful you are wanting to grow together and wanting to be successful together it's not your responsibility to make someone else happy and to make someone else successful and to make someone else feel good about themselves i mean i'm definitely going to sound like a narcissist in this but i mean i'm really proud of myself like i i have a house and I have a dog, and I'm able to pay my bills, and I can get a designer bag here and there, and I'm really proud of myself from how far I've gone because I didn't start out with much, and I wasn't a trust fund baby, and I didn't have money growing up, and I've always wanted to have the life that I have right now, and I'm really proud of myself because I fucking did that shit, and I feel like there were so many times in my life where You know, I wanted my friend to be successful and I wanted my friend to make a lot of money and I wanted my friend to get a boyfriend and I wanted my friend to do this and I wanted my friend to do that and like be on the same life journey as me, but that's just not the case a lot of the times. I also think it's really easy to be resentful of someone that you know started at the same spot as you, but is growing so much. I sound like a narcissist in this. But it's just the thing. Like I'm sure that we've all had people in our lives that you're like, girl, what do you do all day? (laughs) You know that you have people from your high school and you're like, girl what do you do all day like I'm focusing on myself I'm I'm going to therapy I'm focusing on my mental health I work the extra hours I work out in the morning I do this I do this I do this and I feel like you're just the same and it makes me really sad actually let's get into it because I feel like this is relatable as fuck because I've seen this with other people like even my mom you guys I know my mom has been friends with this other mom from one of our schools for the longest time and that's where they met and that's like I feel like when they bonded but I feel like over the past like decade it's almost like I don't know I almost I I don't want to say anything weird but I almost feel like weird ill intentions like I, I feel like you know my mom I've never really said this before but like my parents are divorced and my mom was able to get divorced and she was able to get her own place and like she has a job and she's like paying her mortgage and um you know, she doesn't have to support me because I make my own money. And then my brother just started making his own money. And my sister is still in school. But like, I feel like for a mom, like she's so fucking amazing. And I love her so much. And she put everything into her kids. And I feel like we're, you know, all thriving and she's living a really good life. And I feel like her friend is almost weird and resentful and she would almost like make little comments almost like bringing my mom down if that makes sense I don't know like do you ever feel like it's almost like little like I'm I'm gonna push it out of my ass because I don't remember exactly what they said but it, it would just be like little comments like oh like oh you don't care about looking good like you just you go to work with no makeup like you just you don't have to look good or you know comments that are kind of like a weird backhanded compliment weird like pick me energy but i i genuinely feel like it's because she's resentful of my mom because my mom is the best mom in the world and we didn't start out with much and she always pushed education on me and my brother and my sister now we're all becoming really successful and she sees that as a threat and that's why she always feels like she has to say these weird comments to my mom and she feels like she's still bringing down my mom um but i don't know I don't know if this is weird to put on the internet but I'm just going to say it because I do feel like it's relatable like I feel like there's there maybe you don't realize it right now but it's a thing like there there might be people in your life that don't have your best interests at heart and people that will say little things to make you feel a little shitty about yourself, to make them feel better about themselves. Like, oh, Adeline, like that's really great that you have a makeup degree or whatever, but you're never gonna use it. Like you're a YouTuber, you're not gonna use it. Like weird little comments like that where it's like something about your success or something about something that you've accomplished and kind of making it small and making it feel inferior. Because making you feel inferior makes them feel more comfortable and better about themselves for not accomplishing as much. That's, I think, what I'm trying to get here is I I feel like this happens in person and then online, it's even worse. Online, it's like so many people have the eyes on your family or so many people have eyes on your loved ones or your partner or whatever and they say things like weird shit behind your back that's one thing that I always hated growing up when I I just need to get this off my chest when I was younger um I grew up in a very diverse school because Canada honestly Toronto is very diverse there's all different kinds of races and ethnicities and everything I feel like as a kid, you don't even look at your friend as like, oh, this person is white or this person is black or this person. Is brown. When you're a kid, you don't see color and you're just like, oh, this is my friend, Amy. This is my friend, Sarah. This is my friend, Josh, whatever. Um, so I feel like one, one of the first times that I really noticed someone being blatantly weird and racist and like saying a weird fucking comment was one of my one of the guys in my class had a crush on this girl and she's so pretty and she's asian she was the best outfit and it came out that he had a crush on her and then everyone would be like oh my god this person has an asian fetish and it's like you would never say that about a white person like isn't that fucking weird like Is it normal to like white people? And then the second that you like an Asian person, you have an Asian fetish? Why not a white fetish? I don't know. That's like one of the first times in my whole life where I was like, what's an Asian fetish? And it was like, oh, it's when you like, like Asian people. And I'm like, why can't you just like an Asian person because you find them attractive and you like their personality and who they are? How does it make it any different? liking an Asian person versus a white person you know what I mean I don't know but yeah that whole thing came out in my class and then the guy was like no no I don't like her no wait no who said that I didn't actually like her and it's like the opinions of all the other kids in my class ruined their little like preschool relationship like how sad is that and i think that stuff like that happens all the time in real life too like uh, like people being like oh you're dating tiffany like i heard that she's a slut bro like she's she slept with so many people bro like you you know that people talk like that and you know people are like oh josh like yeah he's like always at the clubs like i don't know he's like Kind of a man whore. you know what I mean? People will just say shit and like pull shit out of their ass and like you could literally sleep with zero people and people will still call you a slut because you wore a mini skirt. A fucking mini skirt, bro. Like anything makes you a slut nowadays. Like I could show my feet on this podcast and people will call me a slut because I'm showing my feet and I'm trying to make money off my feet. Which by the way, bitch, I don't make any more or less money showing my feet, okay? Um, <laughs> but yeah I don't know this is like I always think about this and I always want to I always talk first of all I always talk to my friends about this even people that I just met about this I'm like what do you think about posting your boyfriend or girlfriend online I'm always curious to know what people are saying but you know what I noticed that more people are for the private but not a secret now both influencer friends and my regular friends would rather do private th- but not a secret like showing the hand on the side of the photo showing your dinner date and then having them on the other side but not showing their face like covering their face like shit like that i don't know i, I honestly like i'm i'm gonna be so real right now like i almost think like it feel like it's more fun too like if one of my friends, like say, maybe not one of my close friends, because I would just text her and be like, "Bitch, who the fuck are you talking to? Who are you fucking these days?" But <laughs> I, I feel like someone that's more of an acquaintance, and I saw them post like a, a man's hand on the side of their internet or even a girl's hand on the side of the street. Inter- be like, "Who is this person on a date with?" And then I keep up with their stories, and I'm like, "Who is?" And then I feel like I'm along the journey with them. I don't know. Anyways, but side note about my personal preferences (laughs) i'm seeing how relationships form on the internet but see i have a i have an opinion on the internet of people who i don't even know but i don't know i feel like private but not a secret moral of the story is i feel like better for your family and for your significant other because I mean, you're never going to break up with your family because your family is your family. I mean, sometimes family suck and you do have to break up with your family. But the significant other thing, I think it really can put a wedge between your relationship. And as much as people say, oh, the comments don't affect me. Oh, the comments don't affect me. They fucking do, bitch. The comments affect everyone. The comments affect Hailey Bieber. The comments affect Kylie Jenner. The biggest people in the whole world... Selena Gomez the comments affect everyone and it affects their businesses rare beauty is booming right now but you see what I mean like people being so involved with your relationship and knowing so much about your relationship knowing what you ate on vacation knowing um where you work out every day with your significant other knowing where your significant other works knowing where you work knowing like all of these things nobody needs to know that shit i think the older that i get the more that i realize how important privacy is and how privacy is such a privilege i never used to appreciate that when i was younger because i used to always be like oh i'm such an open book like i i i'm an open book like everybody knows everything about me if you ever need to know anything about me just google it it's probably on the internet which it's true if you want to know anything about me you could probably just google it and it's on the internet what's adeline Warren's favorite color yellow well maybe pink recently where does adeline Warren live toronto and la moving to paris What's Adeline Morn's dog's name? Blue. These are weird things that... Like, people just know everything about my life. And I'm totally okay with people knowing things about my life. But I think for the sake of my relationships, my friendships, my family, and my significant others, I, f- I just feel like it's best for me to keep it private but not a secret. And I've been doing it for so many years I don't know how many years has it been four or five years I don't even know when I don't even know when I did my breakup series that's when I just stopped posting who I was dating and everything um but ever since I started doing private but not a secret I saw my life just be so much happier exponentially happier become exponentially happier because I don't have to worry about the comments about my the people that I love I don't have to protect the people that I love I can just love the people that I love and I don't have to show other people the things that I love I can just love them I don't know I don't know let me know if you agree or disagree with this podcast episode, because I really love talking about this and knowing people's opinions on it and see if they agree or if they disagree or if they're like, whatever, like, who cares? Who gives a fuck? Like, I'm really curious. So let me know what you guys think. If you're watching this on YouTube, let me know in the comments or let me know. DM me. Um, I always read my spam account. Um, <laughs> I always read my spam account dms and comments so if you're not already make sure to follow me on my spam account on instagram it's not adeline n-o-t-a-d-e-l-a-i-n-e um and i always respond to you guys on there but yeah i don't know those are all my thoughts i'll probably have more thoughts after this podcast episode Has that ever happen to you i always talk about stuff and then i'm like yeah i'm probably gonna end this call and then think about all the other things that i could have said but i guess we'll probably never know (laughs) I don't know but yeah those are my thoughts on posting your loved ones online but who knows what's gonna happen in the future me and Andre always joke we're always like Adeline you're the type of person to post a wedding photo and then cover their face with a black heart and post soft launch as the caption A full-on picture of me in a wedding gown. Uh, uh, It could be a groom's whatever suit or a wedding gown, too. And I'll literally be posting on my wedding day my significant other with a black heart over their face and put stop lunch as the fucking caption. <laughs> like, that's just some shit that I would do. But it's just me protecting my peace. And it's just me protecting the people that I love. Because... I will protect the people that I love till I die. And I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um, eight, nine. Let's say around 10, I have around 10 people that I'm a ride or die for, that if they call me, I always pick up that if something was wrong i will drive to them i will fly to them i will do whatever it takes i will be for there for them i will be on the phone for hours talking to them if if they're going through something i will be on the phone trying to comfort them for hours there is maybe 10 people in my life that i'm willing to do that for and I don't know. I just, I feel like the internet, there's a lot of good people and there's a lot of bad people. And for the sake of my sanity and for the sake of their sanity, I like to just keep it off the internet. Um, yeah. (laughs) Was this episode kind of a downer? I don't know. What do you think? But these are just things that I think about. I don't know. I'm always like, ugh, like, should I post more of this person? Like, should I post them more? Or should I, like, not cover their face as much or whatever? Like, dude, by the way, all the people that I have ever dated, I've never followed. Because I, I, it's so easy to find, like, girl, be so fucking for real right now. Like, every girl on the internet is a fucking super sleuth. We're all investigators and we can all find out who you're dating, okay? <laughs> so that's why every single person that I've ever dated, I don't think I've ever followed. Yeah, I don't think, honestly, even every every person I've ever hooked up with, I think I've never followed. Yeah, I unfollowed that <laughs> girl. <laughs> <laughs> I followed one person that I used to fuck <laughs> <that I followed. laughs> um, but yeah I mean I take it to extreme I feel like it's fine to follow your significant other obviously um, and then also like the talk of I, you know what I, this is also something that I also wanted to bring up the talk of when are you going to post me I don't know I feel like there's so many times it, with couples where they're like do I post you first? Like, do you post me first? Like, it's kind of this awkward conversation where you're like, is it weird if I post us first? Also, if I post us, like, will you post us or am I going to look like a fool by only posting us? You know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, it would be nice to be posted on someone's social media, but I think... Yeah, I think I'm also at a a place in my life where I don't really care. And if I think you're going to cheat on me because you're not posting me, I feel like I would already already catch that vibe already. I don't know. I could tell when I feel like someone is a little sneaky. First of all, when someone's a little sneaky, are they a Pisces? That's what I ask myself. Second of all, I ask myself, are they making weird, insecure comments? Like, are they making comments like, "I can't believe I bagged you"? Like, you're so gorgeous. Always talking about your looks. I don't know. I feel like like little things like that. I'm always like, this is weird and suspicious. All of the things that you're saying. I don't know. There's so many people in my life that I've I've caught that are like that, and they're they only. Say compliments about you that are like, Oh my god, you're so beautiful. You're so gorgeous. I can't believe I bagged a girl like you. I don't know. It's giving insecure, it's giving girlfriend that's a 10, boyfriend that's a 4, and boyfriend will cheat on you. You know what I mean? I feel like girlfriends that are 10s are allowed to date boyfriends that are 4s as long as they're confident. Because if you date, an ugly 4 with the who's not confident like Emily Ratajkowski's man he's going to cheat on you and you're like damn i you like i really like i really liked you and i really settled for you because i thought that you would never cheat on me but it turns out it's the opposite because i'm really beautiful and you're weird and you're insecure and you cheated on me i don't know i personally don't feel the need to be on someone else's social media but also at the same time i i do feel like it would feel a little good you know it would feel good to to feel like your partner is really you know obsessed with you and can brag about you and be like oh my god like this is my girlfriend like i'm so obsessed with her but i think that there's a line for sure i don't know (laughs) there's a line where it's like oh my god this is my girlfriend i'm so obsessed with her i can't believe i bagged her i'm insecure i don't know there's a weird i can't pinpoint it but i could i feel like i could just you could just tell with the i don't know i feel like you could just tell but Anyways, that was my mini little tangent at the end of the podcast episode. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, If you guys are watching on YouTube, make sure to give it a like. And also make sure to subscribe if you're on um, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Make sure to rate me five stars. I know it makes my whole day and it helps me a lot. Um, But I love you guys. And I'm always here if you need to talk every single Wednesday. Same place, same time. Love you guys bye did you like that episode I really hope that you did um if you haven't already then make sure to watch last week's episode or the week after just click on the links whatever it is um and I hope that you guys enjoyed also be sure to subscribe because it helps me a lot um, but I love you and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day bye on punch sides feel it rush on punch. punch like no you can't get enough